0: Hi there. Thank you for joining me for today's Talk for Your Walk with Bridget Lynch, episode 35. I am really excited to be here with you and glad that you joined me. I am going to be sharing today about where God has me on my spiritual journey and what He's doing in and through me at school and home and work. And I am excited to share this with you today. So jump in with me. And I have some verses to share with you. I have some questions to ask um, for you to ask yourself and maybe answer them, you know, um, to have some reflection time and see where God's leading you with things like this. So I'll be right back. So on my last episode, I did my second car recording. That's so fun. I love doing that. And thank you, Anchor for improving and updating the app because the audio sounds so much better now when I record in my car so I'm super excited about that. When I replayed it back to myself I was like oh praise the lord because the very first one was like oh my gosh you have to turn this like way up if you're listening on whatever but it was good. I was so glad. Um, I did hear my jingle bell bracelets like this "Ah," in the recording so if you heard the jingle bells that's what it was. You didn't even hear the uh, stuff in the back hatch of my car, because I thought you could hear that jingling around back there. It was my bracelet you could hear. <laughs> anyway, I am just excited that that worked out so well. But today's episode, I just, I am learning so much about discipleship and spiritual formation, and you're going, whoa, 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 what kind of gear did we shift into here But I'm telling you um, that our calling as believers in Matthew 28, Jesus tells us to go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And um, the rest of that verse, um, I'll look up real quick for you, but the rest of that verse is really, really important. That's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to go. And we are supposed to um, you know, just shine our light, Matthew 5, 16. And we are supposed to share the love of Christ with the world. And Jesus is going to be with us. And so it says, like I said, therefore go and make disciples. Oh, hold on. First of all, back up. This is 28, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So back up to 18. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be assured of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. It's also known as the Great Commission, and Jesus is with us on the mission that he has put us on. And I recently heard, you don't need permission to be on your mission. It is the great co-mission. And so you are partners with Jesus. He is giving you his authority and he is with you to go and make disciples. How incredible is that? I said in the last episode that it's so cool that God has chosen each one of us and put us here to partner with him on the plan that he has for our lives. And so, how cool is it that the end of his ministry in Matthew, this is the end of Matthew, obviously in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it probably says it a little bit differently, but the it's still the same. We're going and making disciples. Matthew is one of my favorite books to read. Um, a lot of... Um, Pastors will probably tell you um, to, they'll tell you to read the Gospels. John is a good read because it tells you about the life of Jesus um, a little bit more detail. But I just really love Matthew. I love the genealogy. Most people are like, oh my gosh, with the, but, you know, with this person had this person in this room. It's really, really, really important in Eastern culture. So, you know, we tend to read the word with eyes and perspective of the Western culture, but that's not how the Bible was written. It was written in Hebrew and Greek, Hebrew and the Old Testament, Greek and the New Testament. and therefore, when you read it, you can't read it with our Western American mindset. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna speak to you the way that God wants to speak to you, but you also have to understand that it's not written the way that we understand things. And so, I say that because some people read the word or they don't read the word because they're like, I'm not gonna understand it. No, you need to make the effort and attempt to understand it. There, we are so infiltrated with resources and information, we need to use it. There are plenty of study Bibles, study apps. There's the Blue Letter Bible, there's Bible Gateway. There are commentaries, Blue Letter Bible I love because you can click a verse and you can get so many different commentaries and notes and understanding of what scripture you're, of the scripture that you're reading. And so it's really really cool to have access to that. And so Maybe you're thinking, well, Bridget, I'm nowhere near feeling like I can go and make disciples. Like, I'm just starting out on my journey. Or I'm in a place of my journey where I've been in church for so long, but I don't truly know Jesus the way I think I should know Jesus. And I need to work on my relationship before I try to build up others. But here's how I want you to look at discipleship. Discipleship isn't you have to be an apostle or a preacher uh, or standing on a platform. Discipleship is a stay-at-home mom teaching her children Bible songs and Bible verses, reading the Word to them, teaching them God's way and not the world's way. Discipleship is the 20 or 30-something going to middle school ministry and just loving on them and telling them that God made them and chose them and they're valued and loved, even if they don't feel like it discipleship is going to the grocery store and seeing an elderly person and they cannot pay for their groceries or they don't have enough for their groceries and you're going to step in and just offer to pay for the whole thing or a portion of it. These are all discipleship moments. This is sharing the love of Christ with people and being a disciple of Christ means you're doing life with people and you're discipling by sharing Christ's love. You don't have to have a a degree in theology. You don't have to have a degree in ministry. You don't have to be standing on a platform, like I said. You can be doing discipleship right where you're at. You can be a disciple as a doctor, as a lawyer, as a construction worker, as a fast food worker, as a restaurant worker. You can disciple people anywhere you're at. And God has strategically placed his people to minister wherever they're at. You don't have to have pastor in front of your name to minister to people. All you have to do is share your story because God gives each one of us a unique story. And it's because he wants us to use that story to tell others about what God has done in our lives. I tell people all the time, I'm pretty open book. I don't hide things. Obviously, I have to modify if it's a young adult or if it's my child, you know, if I'm telling stories about my past, I have to kind of modify a little bit, you know, and put the filter on. But if you're an adult and we're in a relation, you know, we have a relationship and we've had lunch together, or you know we've talked on the phone together or you know whatever it is i i'm not going to re- i'm not going to have reservations with sharing my story if god has set up the opportunity if the holy spirit speaks to me and tells me and when i say speaks to me i have that nudge in my heart you might have felt that before too and thought i don't know what this is but Seems really weird. It's probably the Holy Spirit nudging you to tell you um, that you need to share or do something and you should comply because Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. And so I want you to know that you always have a next step. There is always a next step for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a new believer or if you've been serving Jesus for 50 years. It, you always have a next step. There's always more that we can do as long as we're breathing air on this planet. Okay, one of the most recent books that I read that may help someone that isn't really sure. It's a really quick read. The book is maybe an inch thick, um, but it's a, it was a part of my. Um, it was part of my curriculum for my class that's um, wrapping up in the next couple of weeks. The first class that I have this semester. But it's called What's Next? by Chris Hodges. And, this, and the subtitle is The Journey to Know God, Find Freedom, Discover Purpose, and Make a Difference. And if you're struggling at all at, in any part of your walk or step or what's next for you, then I encourage you to read this book. It was a really easy read, had great questions, great insight. Maybe there's some things in there you know, but I've been walking with God for a long time. And there were things in this book that I didn't know. And so, or that it encouraged me again to be recalled or remembered to go, oh yeah, I've been told that before in my life. I just didn't remember that. And so it was a really good, and it's about like church models and how a lot of churches operate and where they're going with, you know, when you do the growth track or the membership classes or serving, you know, when you want to volunteer at the church and baptism and small groups and what all that looks like. And I would encourage you that, one, going back to the scripture I read, Matthew, and Matthew 28, Jesus was talking to his disciples. And so, he was talking to his group of followers. So, I don't want you to feel like you're in this alone, because you're not. One, God is with you, so you're never alone and never without help. However, I know that you can sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know how I would share my story. I don't know how I would do this. Oh my gosh, I, I don't know. But I don't want you to feel that way. That's the enemy trying to tell you that you can't do it and you're not good enough and nobody wants to hear your story. That's lies from the enemy. And I want you to rebuke him and tell him to get behind you or, or shove him out the door, kick him out of your house and out of your heart and out of your head because he's not allowed there, okay? And I would tell you to get into the Word. And stop and think about these couple of questions that I wrote down that I want you to stop and think about. Who is God putting in your path? Like, who has started to kind of come up close to you recently, right? Who are you doing life with now or have been doing life with? Maybe you need to cut some people out and not just bring some people in. There are four kinds of people, adders, subtractors, multipliers, and dividers. If you're hanging out with subtractors and dividers, you need to kick them out of your life. Love them at a distance. Maybe they're family, so you can't kick them out. But love them at a distance, but yet still be an influencer in their lives because you want them to know Christ. okay? Or you want them to have a better relationship with Christ. I don't know what the situation is, but love them from a distance. Because if people are subtracting and dividing from your life, you can't have them in your close-knit circle. That's not where they should be. You can love them in the outer circle, okay? They can still be a part of your life, but you're not talking every day and they're not your confidant, okay? And then, how can you encourage the people that are in your life? What can you do? What can you change to be an influencer for people that are in your lives? And then, how are they encouraging you? It goes back to those four types of people. Are they taking away or are they adding to your life? If they're adding, great. Hold on to them and keep them close, Okay? And then Matthew 11:28 through30 says, Jesus said, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest." Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Jesus is reminding you that you are not alone, and you don't have to carry the things you're carrying around. You can throw that stuff off, unload that backpack you're toting around, and let Jesus guide you into what he wants for you. And you don't have to make this complicated. This is not like. All right, I need to meet with you at 3 o'clock on Tuesday, and we're going to sit down, and I'm going to tell you all about my story. No, you make it happen organically. You just allow it to happen naturally, okay? It doesn't need to be a set in stone. This is what's going to happen. It doesn't need to be that way, okay? And then let me encourage you with this. If you're not in a small group or have a community of people that you're doing life with, then you need to get you some, okay? Get into a small group. Or get into a community of people that do, that you can do life with. I'm also doing a study right now. This is my newest book that I'm reading for class. It's called Mansions of the Heart. It has a study guide with it. And I've already just dove barely into that book. I can already tell you that I really like it. Because I know that it is about forming my spirituality and growing closer to God. And so I'm already in love with that, right? And so I've only really just read the first couple of chapters. But I love that. Because anything that I can do to draw closer to God is what I want. And so I would encourage you to do the same. So take the time to read these portions of scripture again, and then answer these questions that I included in the podcast, because I want you to know what your next step is by seeking out God and his wisdom and his knowledge. That's where you're going to get the answers from the Holy Spirit from God, not from me. Thank you for joining me for today's Talk for Your Walk, episode 35. I pray that this has encouraged you and helped you. If you need to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Messenger. My email is Bridget, B-R-I-D-G-E-T 8308 at gmail.com. Or I think there's a way to contact me through maybe one of the podcasts. I'm not really sure. I'll look into that for you. But please know that I'm praying for you. I pray that this has helped you and encouraged you and helped you to see God more clearly. Be blessed, friends.